This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. We're back again. That was like so weird last week. I don't know if you were watching, but... (laughs) We were in the middle of a conversation. It was going really well. And then all of a sudden we got like bombed by a bunch of kids or something. We invited had... them back to interview them this week, but they, they declined <laughs> yeah. the interview. They were posting like male strippers and like pigs <laughs> pumping and it was oh, hilarious. Man. It totally caught me off guard. I mean, I really, I didn't know what to do. You know, I was just like trying to mute like, people but I was like that like I started looking people popping I'm like that's an in, that's a quite a bit of influx of people just jumping on this late in the call like out of nowhere I've never seen these names before <laughs> wow man. anyway there's Craig what's going on Craig hey man what's up Craig so talk talk amongst yourselves I'm doing a little bit of background here I see that it's um it's got the captions on <laughs> What you got, Craig? What uh, share your win from from last week to this week? Um, I just slid in the door, so that's a good win. I'm home. <laughs> that is a win. It's eight thirty for me, you guys, because you got to give me some slack. I'm an East Coast guy. So. Where are you? Uh, where are you at again, Craig? Virginia. 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 That's right. Western Roanoke, Virginia. Nice. How's the weather out there right now for you? It's nice. Nice. You know, it's it's a little humid today, but we're in the mid eighties. Nice. <laughs> no, a lot, of, a lot of commercial, right, Craig? Uh yeah. I mean, we're 50-50. 50 50. But the big win is we're we're finishing up a bunch of big jobs. And we're gonna have a little break in commercial before we hit like two major jobs coming up in the next month and a half. So nice. How uh, how big commercial do you do? You just stay under three stories, or do you go above? Yeah, we we don't do any um, curtain wall at all. Um, just commercial storefront, and and we try to stay under a quarter million dollars. Like the perfect, perfect uh, yeah thing to be right at that yep. that mark right there. Um, I used to run crews for a company that. That's kind of where we stayed at. We did a lot of banks, like when uh, in San Diego, when uh, WAMU, Washington Mutual, was really big and they're putting yeah. branches everywhere. And then you had uh, Wachovia. Um, right. we, did lot of, we did a lot of the WAMUs and Wachovias and stuff. And then Chase and, um, and uh, of, uh, maybe B of A and a couple of B of A's. But then all of a sudden, that's when the economy crashed and like they stopped all the little branches went away, you know. Yeah, Wamu disappeared. <laughs> yeah, Wachovia disappeared. I think I think Wells Fargo maybe bought out Wachovia. I'm not sure. They did. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So we used to go to Bank of America's back in that was like my young, young days, still a teenager. Yeah, they're closing yeah. left and right. Yeah, and I mean now with COVID too, like all the branches, you know, they they all condensed to the major branches and mm-hmm. are working out of there. You run uh you run job job profit margins on every job. Do we? Yes. Uh, are you do you find more profit in commercial or in shower doors residential? Um 
Because running small storefronts, if you bid them right, like to me, you can make the same amount of money, but like finding, not getting in the bidding wars with the small guys, it was always the killer. Right. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, the smaller, yeah. Um, bid work is tough, but even bid work, we're getting what we want right now. Yeah. Um, you know, and if we don't get it, you know, it's, I, I tell my, you know, one of my, my lead um, sales guy, you know, I'm like, you know, he, he, he's hunter. He can go, he, he's go out to hunt. Mm -hmm. You kill with permission, you know, <laughs> and then we skin it, you know, if we decide that we kill it, you know, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Oh, your job is to get it in the sites and we're going to have a meeting whether or not we're going to take it and whether the you know, margins are right, where it's at and, but yeah, as far as I mean, overall showers probably within ten percent of each other. I mean, we try to keep, we try to make sure we're you know thirty five, forty percent on everything we do. Nice, that's good stuff. How can plan? Read oh, it. I got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving right now. I already got it. It's in a box. Uh, yeah, everything, everything else in the garden's weeds, man. Go for the yeah. big pumpkins. Yep. We're, we're, we're super big on like being lasered in on that stuff. Um, Brandon kind of pulled me away from the commercial, but Brandon still like experiments with steel projects. So he makes a lot of steel and glass and you welding. Yeah. We have an in-house fabricator. Cool. So we Wait, do please. like, uh, we don't do anything crazy, but we do like steel cabinets are huge for us right now. Steel and glass cabinets. Yeah. Um, um what's his name? Anderson, Dustin, yeah, big in the welding stuff. Yeah, he outsources a lot of it. He doesn't have a shop anymore like he used to. Really? Uh, yeah. So he was. Uh, I think he was having issues with it last time I talked to him. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, because he had a um, pretty cool spot right there at his shop. And yeah, yeah. I, his shop was awesome. I was like, I mean, he had 5,000 square foot of like up in the front, and then 5,000 for that yeah. stick up in the kind of like a freaking maze getting through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You try to go visit people when you're out and about. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I we, we we make our destinations based on who we're gonna see. No shit. That's yeah. pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, so we do, we do steel steel cabinets, like steel uh partitions, um okay. interior steel doors and some exterior steel doors, and then a lot of uh steel mirror frames. Like yeah, that's that's name your price stuff right there yeah because people are like hey you know restoration hardware charges this much for a frame but it's a basic size and we can custom build it and i mean we can right. get these we can get a mirror we can get a mirror frame done in a couple hours um yeah i am doing my own custom mirror frames yeah um we bought a, a if you're familiar with uttermost they do what uttermost they make interior they do Interior design, and they used to do basic fabric. They've got their, they got a two hundred fifty thousand square foot facility not far from our shop, and they used to build everything in in Virginia, and now it's all coming from China. When well, when they cut out all their fabrication here, I got all their stuff for free. Nice. So I've got like miles of picture frame, which is mirror frames. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're not doing anything with metal though. Yeah, storefronts. Yeah, we sell we sell so many steel frame mirrors, like it's crazy. Like that's 
Yeah, my son wants to get into you know, welding and all, but I don't know. I have no desire. It's, it's cool. Um, it gets dirty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like said, name, name your price. Exactly. Yeah, cool to give you a little competitive advantage mm -hmm. um, to just like that other little thing, like the other glass shop isn't doing it kind of thing, always looking for. Well, that's what I, I love, just the, front, the, the hand frame mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a mirror that's 350 bucks. You know, I've got literally like $7 in it and I can make it whatever size you want, you know? Yep. There's a company in San Diego, Discount Glass and Mirror, um, pretty, pretty good <clears throat> company. They have their own framing shop built onto the glass shop that they do a ton of mirror, uh, mirror frames, you know, wood mirror frames. They have a beveler and everything. So yeah, we do too. Kind of, kind of, uh, mirrors yep yeah we've, we've got a baloney bevel or so yep. it's, it's awesome makes you makes you a uh you, you're good friends with your competition at that point right Bab and stuff yeah yeah they love you for sure so how's everybody else doing tim how you doing tonight He's out there. Oh, hey! I'm sorry. I'm I'm being so quiet. You know, I'm I'm. Uh, there seems to have been some updates to to Zoom since uh, the past couple of weeks. I'm trying to figure out how everything works. I'm seeing there's closed captioning on, and I really don't care for that. I'm trying to figure out how to turn that off. Oh. Um, and I figured it out last week really quick, but this week it's like oh, I can't seem to find it. So anyway. You know, this week uh, or this month, rather, on um, on Slick, we've been talking about um, neo-angle enclosures. And, uh, you know, as you know, it's like neo-angle is kind of a catch-all for, like, everything um, unusual. Uh, if it's not, like, a 90-degree corner, if it's not, like, an inline, then, you know, basically it qualifies as, as a neo-angle. And a lot of the questions I see in the group um, – you know, when people are asking for, for help or, or just suggestions, a lot of times it's those, you know, it's like those weird neos that have like, you know, the, the walls aren't perpendicular to the curb and those things are jacked up, you know. So anyway, so we've been talking about that a little bit in the shower layout and installation clinic this month. So we're getting to the end of the month and we're about done with that, but I just wanted to see if anybody's having any experience right now with something like that or has any questions, wants to kind of um, brainstorm something or, or troubleshoot something. Got some great guys here who uh, really know their stuff, can kind of help you, um, you know, pick a direction to go or just commiserate with you, you know, <laughs> if nothing else. How you doing, Bill? Doing great, guys. How are you? Okay, good, good to see you, man. So anyway, I'm going to go back to filling with my knobs here. <laughs> nice. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> it is, it is. I might have a lady in the group next week, guys, so just uh, FYI. Okay, yeah, that'll be good. So we'll just be on our best behavior. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure who this uh, Baba Dude Anikolai is. I'm going to admit uh, That's uh, Abatunde from Nigeria. That's Coons. All right, well, I'm going to let him in then. If he starts acting up, I'm just going to kick him out. 
that was crazy last week, man. They we got like we were ambushed. Yeah, for sure. So I got a question. Okay. Yeah. So how do you guys lay out your knee alignments, a regular knee alignment? You know, in the shower to set it up. Do you stand one panel up or how do you go about doing it? You know, get everything lined up. Laying them out or installing them? Installing them. Installing them. Yeah. I mean, we'll just just go off the measurement. Like typically, my guys will measure outside dimensions. Well, I should say not all of them, but my lead that uh, measures lays out everything outside dimensions. Um, and we'll just uh, we'll start with whatever panel left or right if the door is in the center, and we'll just make sure it's all squared up. You know, um, all the way to the top. Put put like a level on the center of the door to make sure your panels are good. Sometimes you can, uh, sometimes if it's clamps, you can uh, leave the top top clamp, uh, don't put it in yet. So just in case you have to kick your panel in or out just to get everything to line up. Because even if you, what I found out, even if you put everything in perfectly square and plumb, sometimes your doors kick little cockeyed and stuff and you got to adjust the panel to that, so. Well, I, I, I created my own jig for, Right, I can both panels up and have the shower door header with an extension on it. With an, and I set it on the two outside panels. And I have the exact width of the door. And then you can adjust everything and mark it. I mean, you can put the, you can put the, the header on and it's, it's freestanding. It's not going anyplace. Mm -hmm. And you adjust everything and it works out perfect. And that's just taking the Sierra Lawrence header, cutting the you know, six or eight inch pieces, and then putting an extension bar that I can adjust the size of the door to whatever I want. It works out great. Nice. Good idea. All right, guys, I got one. So we are. Um, we, we've got a contract side of the business too. So we're, we do remodels in the, this one, we're in a $2.5 million house right now. And it's going to be a neo angle saloon doors, two doors. And we want to go ghost header. And I've got one of my guys is telling me we're way out of line. No, we're putting a header on this thing. And me and the homeowner and a couple other people are like, let's give it a shot. So I didn't just see what you guys think. Should we put, can oh, we do wow. it? Do we do multiple clips on each side of the header? Um, what dimensions are you working with? Yeah, I'm how, sorry? Wide is, how wide is that how opening? Wide. That wide opening is probably, it's, a, it's between 48 and 55 inches. It's pretty good. Um, how tall are you? Gonna, are 84 you inches tall. Or actually, no, I take that back, 92 inches tall. To the ceiling or no? It's not going to the ceiling. It's going to be 12 inches to the ceiling. So are you, are you doing PPHO2 hinges or are you doing pivot hinges or are you going to do glass to glass uh, 180s? Glass to glass. I, I'm, not, I'm not bought into Bill's way of thinking yet, but I'm working on it. Right now it's glass to glass. How wide working are the, on pivots, Bill. How wide are the wing panels, the returns on them? Returns know? are... They're, they're, it's a big shower, um, but they're 36, 38 inches. 
I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's pushing it, but I think, I think you'd be fine. I, I have a feeling that if you drew it up in showers online, you wouldn't get any uh, kickbacks from it, but I would honestly do everything half inch and do the doors three eights personally. That's but, good. I was complaining. Yeah. Um, your screen, Chris. Let's draw this sucker up. Exactly. You want to? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, I think a lot of times, you know, what you need um, in terms of additional support at the top, and uh, you know, in a situation like that where you've got a glass to glass hinge, is really actually pretty minimal. I mean, you're just going to have a little bit of deflection. And so just that little bit of an extra, even if it is, um, you know, a ghost header or a support, you know, a little glass glass support bar, anything, you know, just add that little bit of, of additional. Um, my, my biggest question is whether or not I would do two clips or four on a 12-inch panel. I don't know if I need the extra clip to give it that extra rigidity or not. I don't think the extra. I don't think the extra clip's gonna really do much in that size of a panel. So. I, I know if I had a ghost header that big though, I'd definitely be going pivots. God, I just feel like you're got that like sucks way less weight off of the like you know you're it's sitting on the bottom on those pivots the whole time, right? Instead of pulling from those other well, panels. We, we we just threw up a shower. Um, just curious because we had a crazy shower. They want. It's 120 inches tall. It's a double 90 um, with uh, and the panel that's in front of the tub mm -hmm. is 96 by 120. So we're splitting it in two because it won't fit. Um, so it's going to be clamped together with 180 clamps. And then on the, it doesn't go to the ceiling either. So then on the doors, on the returns, there's no side lights. So the doors are going to close like inside the 90 panel. And then there's going to be a transom above the door that's clipped to the those panels to hold it all together on each side. Um, and it, no warnings or anything came up first try through showers okay. online, um, but it's a big shower. But you're gonna have to create the double pull things together really well. So let's say we're gonna draw this up. Is the is it just a standard with a door yeah, in the middle? You're, you're well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a double door. Oh, like a double door. Take yeah. mm -hmm. that one to the left. But yeah, there you go. You got it there. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll like 90, what? 92. 92. Yeah, it's 92 inches tall with the transom. 30, 36. The total the total door. 36. Yeah, yeah, actually, I'm I'm texting my guy to find out exactly. But right now, uh do 24 inch doors. So 48. Okay. Yeah, 48 total for the opening. And then 36. 36 92. 92. All right, great. So we're going to say half inch glass for the sides. Right. Leave the doors at 3 eighths. And then a transom. And then, yeah, um, fixed transom. Mm -hmm. Say the door height's what, 80? Do 84. Yeah, 84 and 12. 84. All right. And I'm just going to go um, and those. I'm going to go, let's see. Hinges. We'll go with these two pairs of those. And then we're going to need the clamps for the transom, which are like, uh, let's see. 
BC 188 or 180. These maybe, a couple of those. Yeah. Mm, door does not meet volume. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's throwing a flag on it. Let's see here. Do, do a half inch transom. Oh well, I don't, I don't have the right. I don't have the right. Oh, you need the one thirty. You need the one thirty fives, Chris. Exactly. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I would do a half inch transom too. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Um, nobody, nobody asked him if there were true one thirty five angles yet. They are. They we we verified those with the protractor today. Okay, okay. there's there it is like that. And then, of course, you want. Um, uh, I got a shower guy building this shower, which is kind of cool. Yeah, glass guy. So now I really need. I need approved wall clamps too. So. Yeah, that's the other part. Is they're returning to. It's Just a squared, squared off wall. Gonna need those. Yeah. Say add four of those. Um, it still it still wants the the side lights to be twenty two inches. So what I would do, Chris, change it to um, change it to uh, pivots. Do like a PPHO two and uh, okay, all right. See and get rid of the glass to glass. All right. It's gonna be stronger that way, anyways. Um, right. Now we're talking. Right, right, right. Thank so, you. Let's see. so like P, what, what is it? Go to, go to your, uh, go to your hinge and just the PPHO. Oh, 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 yeah, here we go. Here we go. Or PPHO, just yeah, either yeah, PPHO two, and then uh, PPHO one. Two of those, and then um, two of those. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, they're going to make you use the seniors, Chris. The SR okay. Yep. You're right. Let's try that. The thickness of the uh -huh. Two of those. I'll text you. Two. Let's try that. Ah, jeez. See, Craig, you said it was a $2.5 million house, so he's going with the gold. No, this one. Oh. Yeah. Well, we, hey, did, have you guys run into that? See, so, uh, those are colliding. Those are colliding with that. We're we going to have to the doors a little a bit. We fire quote for $10,000 shower like two weeks ago. Yeah. And we called back. Is it real gold? They're like, yep, 24 karat. 24. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I didn't know we could get I didn't know we could get real gold plated hardware. <laughs> Yeah. Now they're going to polish chrome. Well, let's see here. On tall doors, you use tall handles, like 24 inch. Yeah, I I like to at least like we're using a lot, of, stuff. a lot of ladder pulls. Yeah. Just change that to eight from the top. Yeah. Hey, hey Bill, so I know like uh, why why I like pivots so much, but hearing the from your perspective, uh, why why do you prefer pivot hinges? 
Oh my God, because all your weight transfer isn't pulling off the other panel. It's most of the weights down on the threshold. That's, that's why the, I that's always- the most obvious reason. Right. Um, but we always no, default. Sorry, go ahead, Bill. I was gonna say, on a Neo, it's not as crucial, but on, on the wall ones, you got half the drilling. I'm only putting two screws in each, each uh, hinge as opposed to four, less chance of tile cracking, much quicker installation. Um, I can get the glass much closer to the wall. I don't have to do any funky notches to get the glass closer to the wall. Uh, they're out of the sight lines. It, I think it's a lot easier. I used to have wall hinges and squeegeeing them when you're done is a pain in the ass. Those waters always drip when you're done. You squeegee it and the water that's accumulated in the side just runs down. You don't have that with the pivots. You just don't. Just so many other things. Heck yeah. Oh, I, I, we, Brandon put me on. It's like literally what, how our relationship started on Instagram, uh, but it was over pivot hinges. But um, I've always been like a, a fan. And so we default to them the at GCS and Amesburg. Yeah. It's the easiest thing to sell and it's just common sense. I mean, you go to the mall and you look at the size of the malls, they all have pivots. You're not doing any kind of glass to glass on the big mall doors. It's because you want to shift the load of the weight down to the threshold and let gravity work with you. Yeah, our guys, I think it's just a visual thing. They just, they're so used to glass to glasses. They have a hard time selling it to the customer. Just what they're used to. But my God, you buy a frameless to get the clear open look. Yeah. And now you're putting the hinges right in your sight line. line. Yeah. Any of the designer that I do that pitch to, that's all you have to say is those words right there. And then they're sold. Like they'll never do a glass wall mounted hinge again for the most part. Yeah. Most designers don't even know they're available. Yeah. Because nobody, well, very, very, very few guys are using them. Yeah. For everyone listening out there, that's definitely uh, been a big help in like sales pitches and stuff like that. Um, when I'm talking to designers, customers and builders, stuff like that. So I always, things, always recommend pivot hinges when you're doing anything glass to glass, like the sleeve over, like the PPH07 from CR Lawrence. Um, I mean, you can use that hinge. Like uh, my manager actually just texted me yesterday and was like, hey, we got a 90 degree shower. It's a door with a knock panel and a return. Um, they want the door hinged off the return panel. Um, and if you do glass, if you do glass to glass 90 clamps, and half-inch glass with a three-eighth door, you can hinge that door with a with pivot hinges off that panel, and it'll be fine. It's stable, um, and you you can't do that with glass to glass. It'll yeah. be all over the place. Chris, you know, right. Guys, if we're doing half-inch glass, we're using half-inch doors. We don't go out of three-eighth doors. We yeah, you can. I just do it just, just just for protection. But I mean, we've done it both ways. Yeah, I guys complain about the weight. Yeah, well, I mean, showers, so Showers Online has given us a couple warnings here because these um, these returns are more than 22 inches, and it, it doesn't like that. But, I mean, I think I think this would be fine. So yeah. it, my guy just sent me, it's 30, yeah, the size was 36. The total door width is 49 inches, so it's actually going to be a, one inch. That's all. An inch wider. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, eighty-two. I, uh, yeah. I can't see there being any problem with it. 
And again, it's not like a fatal warning. It's just kind of a heads up kind of a warning. Greg at FrankenGlassVA.com, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, cool. It's cool to be able to do that. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Thank you for uh, drawing that up for us, Chris. (laughs) That's all right, man. That was a good idea. Price it out now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want me? Let's get everybody's cost. Who who can price it the fastest? Yeah, right? (laughs) I got six grand on it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I would price this for here. I'll go work it. Up. I'll work it up out here really quick. Okay. So what are you doing? You're doing half inch in the panels and three eighths in the doors. Yeah. You're doing clear or low iron? Just. I'm just gonna say clear. It's gonna be low iron. Oh no! Let me go low. Let me go low iron. Yeah. Come on, Chris. It's Come a two on, million dollar house. That's right. That's right. Come on. What am I thinking? And Chase, yeah. Chase, I don't think he deals, or Chance, I'm sorry, I don't think he deals with designers that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's low iron, man. These, the darts are sharp tonight. <laughs> it's not as bad as I thought. I would charge um, 72.04. I was at 72 around right the money. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, That's okay. Pretty good. Pretty, mine's a little bit higher than yours. It's California. <laughs> So I'm low at six grand. Need, need to get that extra four dollars. It's 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 five fifty nine. If you right, tell them, why, I mean, that's why you want to. If you tell right? them seventy two hundred even, they, it sounds too mm-hmm. sounds too round. You know, they think they can negotiate with you. Yeah. You say it's like seventy two oh three sixty five. Yeah, you didn't pull that out of your butt. Yeah. You already did. He's pulling it out of theirs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That's right. That's a nice looking shower, though. We're excited about it. Yeah, beauty. Cool. That's perfect. That's exactly what we're talking about here. What'd you come up with, Chance? I'm. Uh, I got three more inputs here, real quick. Uh, what size handlebar did you put on there? 18 inch handle or 12 inch handles? It's nah, be... I, just, I just put on the standard eight inch. Standard pulls. Yeah. No, this is going to be 18 inch uh, ladder pull, right? Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a little more. We made money other places, I promise. Oh, yeah. At 6,500. Yeah. 65? Mm-hmm. And Phoenix. Craig, that's why you won the job. <laughs> this is part of a $500,000 remodel. So. All right. Wait. <laughs> Good job. So I figured out how to turn off that captioning. It was, like, actually in Facebook. So I was trying to figure it out. It wasn't on Zoom. It was on Facebook. Nice. Oh, yeah. In case you care about my process here. (laughs) Hello. Hello. What's up, guys? All right. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Hello. 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 I'm with you. How, how are you doing? I'm good. Man, good it's like you. uh it's uh eight, ten, twelve, two o'clock in the morning where you are right now. Yeah, it's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing, man? I just have to make this up today. Yeah. Cool. I, keep, I keep my head up to mix up today. I missed the last meeting. That was last Tuesday. 
So I never want to miss this today. So you haven't slept at all since last week, right? <laughs> nice. Good to see you, man. I'm glad you made it. That's really cool. It means a lot to me, man. You'd stay up till two o'clock in the morning to to come and join us. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I made it today. <laughs> I've been too. here. I've been here since one when you start with the minute with the meeting started. Immediately I was here. Patrick's girlfriend. Looks like a oh, yeah. oh. Tunes, how much you say that shower would have cost for you guys out there? Yeah, it depends on this kilometer. So we have um we have a shower of um, no, it's not. It's not. Hello? Go ahead. Yeah, I said we have a shower, it depends on the square meter. We use square meter here. Square so, meters. Yes. It depends on how wide and how tall it is. Do you factor in only square meters for every job, or do you factor in hardware and polishing and all like fabrication um, different for every shower? Um, if it has different hardware, is it just a base square meter price? With the, with the hardware, with telephone, with everything, with the installation, we charge with the square meter. Interesting. Uh, there's a lot of guys here do just square foot pricing like that. Like they have their square foot pricing. It doesn't matter what hardware. It's just this is my price kind of thing. Um, I always find that a little difficult for profits. <laughs> but just averages out, I guess, right? Some yeah. some jobs are. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully. As long as you're winning, you're winning. <laughs> I guess. As long as you're winning. <laughs> um, so, Tunes, are you guys staying busy out there or what? Yeah, um, there's no more job right now here. So everywhere you just, we just have to just go, come back, go and come back home. Even sometimes we just go without doing anything. So you just have to stay out there to look for something to bring home for the family, you know. Yeah. So you're hunting. You're out there hunting. Yeah, so we what? wanted to bring the tunes in as our, uh, our, yeah. our social media influencer for follow-up. So he's gonna be our Nigeria rep for, wow. for follow up. Okay. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's cool. Heck yeah. We're right. just trying to find a way to get him more involved in the business and stuff like that. And I, um, yeah, I think that's cool that he can make it here today. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. I, I, I'm very glad meeting up with you guys. Um, this is really a big opportunity for me, you know. I've never dreamed of this before. My dream is just um, waking up and meeting myself in America, but things are very difficult to do that right now. You know, with the, um, a lot of band, um, the COVID, a lot of things are happening. So and it's really hard here to survive, like seriously. Very, very hard here to survive. Well, I'm glad meeting you guys, and I'm I'm very grateful giving you guys giving me the opportunity to be among you. I'm very awesome. happy. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm sending up some prayers for you, my friend. That God yeah. will bless you, man. Bless your work and uh, an abundance of. Yeah, work for those for of you that don't know Tunes, he's uh he's in the shower door business in Nigeria. He's pretty big on Facebook. He's always interacting with everybody, um, but. He's done everything from the manufacturing side, installing side, 
um, all that kind of stuff. He's got a, a great family and daughters and um, he can tell you all that kind of stuff, but it's been really cool getting to know him. And um, we get to talk to people from Australia and UK and England. And it's just cool to, you know, like that's the whole point of this group's kind of bringing our industry together and seeing people doing it in other industries that are even, you know, other countries that are, you know, and poverty ridden. Um, it's crazy that they're doing frameless shower doors like we are here. Um, still trying to figure out the rel the the relative price between the two. Like um, on the cost of living out there, how could you afford a shower door? And if they can provide shower doors for as cheap as they do there in Nigeria, why can't we buy the same cost shower doors here in America for that cost? You know, um, how come? Bill's a manufacturer. Why not, Bill? <laughs> how come we can't make glass that cheap here? Um, Oh, you're muted. That's right. Sorry, it's being respectful. That's good. It's because everybody in here needs to make a profit along the way. That's why we can't make it so cheap here. Everybody and then a lot of the unions are, are in the float plant. Yeah. It's just the cost of doing business, though. Are you... I saw someone post earlier today that there's a they're having glass shortages in Florida. Are you experiencing it, getting glass from your with your manufacturer? No, not at all. I, I saw the same thing and I asked around and no, we haven't had any. I haven't heard anything out here. None of my vendors are having issues, and I just I see it post up periodically, and everyone keeps saying it's coming, it's coming, but I haven't really uh, seen anything about it. I went to Pilkington. I've been in Pilkington. I don't think they'll be out of glass for five years. Have you ever seen how much they have? there that's crazy so, uh, maybe that particular guy is getting it from a different supplier and they're bringing it in from overseas i don't know yeah because i know san cobain is bringing stuff in they're they're bringing in israeli glass um south american glass and there, there's a company in miami that brings in containers <laughs> and then they break it down for the smaller glass shops uh and it could be they're having a hard time getting their containers in i would imagine that's the issue right now is getting the containers in from China just because there's so many boats backed up, um, flow boating over here for with glass. That yeah. I it's would not just China, that. it's not yeah. just China from any any port. The boats are just lined up in the water just to get into the port to unload. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I think we have an abundance of containers right in America, like we have so many containers that need to go back to to fill those like there's just so so much of those just sitting in port mm. yeah talking uh just when you decided to open up your tempering facility at what point did you know you were at the supply chain level where it was more beneficial to you to have your own facility and start tempering your own glass than to outsource that from someone else yeah we just talked about that the other day I know we were at 23 employees when we did it. That's how much glass we were buying from Coral. So I was running uh, seven trucks with, with that employees. And I didn't even have uh, the rest of the stores open. I think we only had four stores at the time. But we just ran the numbers of what we were buying and then what it would cost for us to buy. the. We already had the building. <laughs> so we just had to start buying all the fabrication equipment and then uh, amortize it out with a loan and see what it would cost us. And the bank agreed that 
you know, we were buying enough glass that it was better if we started doing it ourselves. And man, it just took off from there. Did you, did you have um, issues finding the right staff in the beginning to run the tempering facility? Because I know like to yep. have a good tempering facility, you got to have a seasoned vet that's been doing it for a while to make it run right, you know? Yeah, uh, we did have problems with, with staffing. There's not very skilled labor where we are in Florida. Uh, a lot of money here. A lot of people move here to retire, but that's not the working class. Uh, <clears throat> fortunately, my son Doug is just absolutely brilliant in every single machine we have. And the people at Moppy are incredibly good teachers. So Doug learned it and then he kept teaching everybody. And because he's an owner, I didn't have to worry about him leaving the business. So, right. I mean, we put a lot of nights in when there were problems. Uh, think about us, and I guess you run into it there. It's like the lightning capital of the world, and you can't be tempering while lightning is going on because you get a, a glip in power and you got to trash everything in the oven. Yeah. So guys are coming in at 3 in the morning. Like right now, they're on a schedule to come in 3 in the morning, and they're done tempering by noon. Just uh, It's good for FP&L, you know, for our electric. Also, we went... The first month we were tempering in the new building, our electric bill was 15,000. And we've got it down to 4,000 now just by rotating around and tempering in uh, off peak hours. And so you're allowed to temper, you're allowed to temper 24 seven out there if you want? Oh, if we want to pay for it, yeah. I know California <laughs> won't allow any like new tempering ovens to temper. Um, I don't even think they're allowing new tempering ovens anyways. Um, that's why Cardinal just put one in in uh, Reno because it was right across the border but uh, they have to temper at night because it takes so much of the power grid up. They can't even do it during the day. A lot of them. Um, Texas, yeah. all the new ones are the same. And you, you could be grandfathered in and go 24 seven, but after hours, any newer locations. And then like we have EPA laws in Austin where we can't even get them um, in anywhere in there because they pull too much power. Can you run? Is there solar out there strong enough to, to run them? Uh, I'm sure there is if you want to invest in it. Yeah. I mean, the college, not far from us, the whole campus is solar. Yeah. Honestly, because you get such a big tax kickback on that investment. I wonder yeah. if like, it would be almost a complete write-off on the backside of that. Yeah. I think it'd be cheaper. We got natural gas. We could run a generator if we wanted to. It's an expensive generator, but we could do that if we wanted to also. There's a big company out in uh, in Texas. They have four locations and run, I mean, they have to run 50, 60 trucks total at all four, you know, they're Houston, Dallas, Austin, but um, they run all propane vehicles yeah. um, to keep gas down. They don't get over 70 miles an hour, so they can't like speed or anything like that. And they fill them up at the shop. It's pretty, uh, a pretty well built machine over there. Yeah. makes a big difference once you get over the the hump of coming up with the, your fixed costs and you can start making money then it's easier decisions to make on you know when i first started every decision was crucial mm -hmm. you can make mistakes if you're making a good amount of cash flow you can make some mistakes and still get away with it yeah no, just uh, it was a curiosity question i have a manufacturer buddy but he manufactures windows and you know just family friend being in the business for so long and he, he always says once you're doing about six hundred thousand dollars worth of tempered a year you should look into getting your own you know temperance facility or like machine like you're producing you're buying too much you need to start making it yourself at that at that point and i never knew how 
how real of a number that was it just came from one person so i i never knew so just curious kind of nice to hear so i appreciate you sharing i mean you're pretty smart in business and you realize that just that 600 could be that's an arbitrary number he comes up with because he doesn't really know what his cost is right you know and, and what the cost is you're going to be as a manufacturer what your labor cost is going to be that's a pretty arbitrary number you really have to dissect it by uh the area you're in what your labor pool is uh i mean we've had to increase our labor rates tremendously over the last few years to keep people i mean i got amazon building a 300,000 square foot facility on our street right now and they're they're going to need to employ 200 people you know i don't know how many of them are going to leave us i'm trying to make it where they don't but stuff's going to happen not everybody wants it's a slug glass the rest of their life. Yeah. So yep. we'll see what happens. I heard Amazon's not the best place to work, but you never know. Yeah, I hear ups and downs. We have a ton of them out here in Phoenix. Like we got a lot of, we got a few 300,000 square foot buildings out here. And they're just, they're gigantic. I've been to them. I bid some stuff at them. And it's, the security's insane when you go into them, what they put you through. Like you have to turn in your phone. You have to like all kinds of stuff to get in there and, you know, um, they, they search you when you leave, they make sure I shouldn't yeah. say you, you don't have to turn in your phone. You have to give them the IED, whatever number in your phone to make sure it's your phone when you leave. And it's not one of their phones that you're stealing. Like they have to check all that stuff, but it's pretty crazy. But, yeah. yeah. The highest security building I ever worked in was the company that invented the fleshlight, which is that like a shildo <laughs> for <laughs> and they like the security limits that we had to go through and the security measures it was insane and we're like what, what why we just like didn't you never could understand but um i don't know what happened behind closed doors maybe they just like frisking people there I, maybe, <laughs> but it was it was really intense and we worked in like the federal reserve building and like some crazy cool you know government style buildings but never uh never quite that security risk or Maybe those were the guys who were hacking in last week. That, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I worked with some of the um, biotech companies up here in South San Francisco, um, like Genentech. And there's a whole like part. I mean, that whole town basically is South San Francisco. That's all it is, as uh, these pharmaceutical companies. And those places are those places are a pain in the ass to work in, you know, because they're like all clean rooms and stuff and you got to get all scrubbed up and in a bunny suit and go in there. And yeah, it's crazy. I, I worked on a nuclear power plant out here and it was insane to get inside there. Like the way they search your cars, pop your trunk, pop your hood, open your doors, stand outside. They search your whole car before you go in. Like even like can't walk and talk on the phone at the same time there. Like you have to like stand still. If you look at your phone, you have to wear gloves 24 seven when you're like working, like you're siliconing and you have to have gloves on and like, you know, all kinds of stuff. Like it's, it was, it was crazy. Two days of safety. Don't call 911 when you're there. Call this number. This is our own. We have our own police. We have our own doctors on. on. It was pretty intense there. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like how the, the whole world is now, right? It's like going to Safeway now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. People are scared to death. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah, Anyone, 
working on anything cool coming up this week? I got that neat thing with the school department tomorrow. It's going to be a wolf in there, shark tank knockoff thing. Nice. Yeah. To, I, I was watching those good. videos. Thanks for sending those over, Bill. I, I just wrote down, respond to Bill's email because I, I never responded. <laughs> that was awesome they, stuff, man. They're just sending me a promo that they made up for tomorrow's thing that they're putting out on social media. It's pretty good, actually. But there's a, there's some pretty other good business people there with me. So it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. That'd be cool. If you, uh, a lot of that stuff, um, if you're ever doing an, I used to own a, a videography company. So I have a like really good connection with a kid that still owns the studio. He does really good stuff and he flies all over the world doing productions, worked in LA, but he'll do super good stuff for me at low rates. If anyone ever needs videography services, no upcharge from us or anything like that. I'll just connect you with uh, Nick and his team, but as much cool stuff as you're doing down there, uh, Bill, yeah. uh, I'd love to send Nick down there and get you some really good video work, man. Um, you, he'd do some cool stuff for you. I think I get three calls a week from people. We do a lot of it our own. In, we have a marketing team, so we do a lot of it in-house. I've got a green screen in one of the rooms there. So we're doing a lot of the social media posts and, and stuff, but uh, it's always good to have good connections just in case. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, well for for the I wouldn't be throwing him out just for like if you're doing something bigger, um, like some big quality stuff. He does really, really good work and uh, yeah. will do very cheap rates because um, he just likes to travel and he's still a young kid. <laughs> I like that. No doubt. Anyone we'll flushing, flushing anything out? I haven't seen any comments. I haven't really looked. So. Not really. No, it's pretty quiet out there. There's a few people checking in, but uh, it kind of turned more into just a, a weekly Zoom meeting more than the live on Facebook, <laughs> where it was just like us conversating here. Um, it'd be cool to like come up with some structure to this if you guys, if we're all meeting here every week, if there's something we want to talk about, like a subject matter beforehand that we could come a little bit more prepared for. Um, or if you just like the open mic night type stuff, um, you know, it's the same, the same guy showing up every day, every week, we could probably make it a little bit more valuable for the other guys that do watch the repeats and stuff like that. And then maybe we could juice it up and more people start showing up every week. How yeah. many, how many members are in this group, Chris? Uh, between 1400 and 1500. Hmm. How many are active? That's a good question. Ten. Ten. <laughs> You're looking at them right here. No, I don't. No, I mean, I really, know, it's pretty are busy. You guys post all the time. Not really. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty busy. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard for me to keep up with. You know, with it all, really. Um, Who's giving yeah. you the grief this week? I, I was reading a post. There oh yeah. Somebody was talking yeah. on one of your. Insults. You know, that's funny. That that's, you know, it's like. Um, not really grief, you know, it's just, it's funny when people will post, people post their work, right? Yeah. And I will occasionally, you know, and I, like I was saying in my post, I, I rarely do it anymore because it's like you post something and the, and the standard thing, the standard comment is, why did you do that? Yeah. Why did you do that? And it's like, dude, I mean, if you're asking somebody why they did something in their installation, it's like, you must be just selling kits to everybody. 
because my customers like ask me for specific things. Mm -hmm. You know, I, if the answer to why is because the customer asked for it. Yeah. You know, why is that Cadillac pink? Well, because that that guy likes to drive a pink Cadillac. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just and it's like for for people to ask that same question over and over and over and it's just they're trying to pick a fight i mean it's always somebody who's like you know just trying to poke, you know trying to poke holes in somebody's stuff whatever for me it's like i could care less you know because i mean i'm not here for anybody's approval <laughs> you know but it's just i i it, it it gets old like watching people do it to other people and i'll usually i'll get into conversations be like hey man you know um is it is it necessary for you to be saying this to that guy, you know, and it's like, yeah, I saw that one the other day. Yeah. I mean, cause look, you know, like there's another shower door group on Facebook and um, you go over there and this is what they do all the time. I mean, like they'll let in, you know, they'll let anybody in. So there's every, you know, um, every Asian hardware manufacturer in the world is over there, you know, posting their stuff. And, uh, and it's just nothing but like, you know, people making sarcastic remarks. And it's like, dude, you can find that anywhere, you know? Mm. Um, you know? I get the same guy that always attacks me. It's the same guy that tries to pick apart my stuff. And it's funny because like, they, it's almost like they speak before they even look at what they're speaking about. Because uh, for instance, someone tried to pick me apart for a transom on a shower door. I did a big big shower door um in a four million dollar house um big steam shower thick transom right and I saw that. Yeah. and then they were trying to say that they were just assuming that it was an operable transom and it was too big and i'm like what are you talking about like know your stuff like you know and it's like sometimes i'll a lot of times i don't even respond to guys just because it is what it is um but sometimes it's like look like you i know what you're insinuating but you're wrong because it's a fixed transom and it can be that big and it's silicone and all that stuff as well. So I'll, I'll tell you that I stay off of Facebook um, for that reason. Like I don't, I have a Facebook just to be a part of this group and two other groups. Um, I have no friends on there. I don't like the politics of it all. Um, it's too much drama. I'm too busy, like focused on me and mine um, to care about any of that stuff, you know? Um, but what I was attracted to this group and you, Chris, is because you defer all the drama and all the BS and all that stuff. Um, and the only reason I show up to these calls every is because I enjoy the camaraderie and like actually trying to bring people together and like the unity and like getting to talk. Like I think a lot of these guys that are arguing about clamp placement and stuff on these, they're they're missing the bigger picture here of like you have gentlemen sitting on this panel. I mean, probably collectively that do 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year, uh, you know, and we're having great conversations. And as a as a smaller company, um, listening to these conversations, even if you only take one thing home every Wednesday, mm -hmm. one little nugget, man, one nugget, we're changing lives out there. Um, and not, a lot of us don't realize how much we're doing that. Cause these guys are going and watching the recordings and as much as they want to comment all the negative stuff, they're picking up on the good stuff and they're changing their business models a little bit. They're changing the way they organize their trucks a little bit and how they price their stuff. Um, so we're, we're making some changes here by doing this every Wednesday. And 
I just, uh, I'm happy to be a part of something like that. That's a little more positive and uplifting and bringing up the young entrepreneurs instead of all that negative hate. I could care less about all that. So thanks for doing that, Chris. Ah, uh, thanks, man. Here, here. You know, it's interesting. I just, um, my blog post just came out like this week on uh, Glass Magazine online. And it's all about, uh, I titled it, The Inspiration Created by Collaboration. And um, I'll post it uh, here to the group, but it's, it's all about this, you know, it's all about how, you know, when I started out as an apprentice, you know, just how, um, you know, how catty, you know, the, the industry was, you know, it's like, and people were so guarded about the, the things they knew, you know, a journeyman didn't want to teach an apprentice, you know, how to do something because, I guess they were just afraid that he was going to grow up and take their job or something like that. And how it's just all, you know, dog eat dog. And, um, and how, you know, those days, uh, that approach to business, man, is just dead. You know, it's antiquated. It's like, there's no future in it. You know, the future is all about cooperation. It's all about working together. It's all about sharing. It's all about becoming better, you know, and making um, these alliances, you know, and it's like, and if you're on that, that old school, oh yeah, you suck, you know, if that's your attitude, um, you're, you're not, you're not going to go anywhere, you know, um, not, not anywhere uh, of any, um, of any importance, you know, it's just like, it's a dead end road. And uh, the people who I see who are making things happening, happen in the industry and stuff like that are people who are willing to share what they know, you know, um, take criticism, you know, constructive criticism, grow, become better. And uh, it's awesome. And it's like every time somebody says to me, um, like, you know, you know, hey, thanks for, for your contribution, you know, to, to the industry. Like, to me, that's more important than any job, any money, any like um, accomplishment that I, that I can point to that like there's somebody in the industry who finds my contribution valuable and, uh, and it's helping them, you know, in their, in their daily work, man. I mean, that's, dude, to me, that's awesome. I love right. that. Chris, just leave a legacy. That's Leave a legacy. Leave a legacy. Let somebody know that you were there. Hey, I don't know how this is going to work. I want to show you guys this. We haven't had a chance to release it to anybody. So I don't know how this will work. I've never done this before. Can you see this? If I hold it up, are you able to see my screen? <laughs> no. No. And oh, wait a minute. How close do I have to get? No. Uh, I don't have the permission to show it. I can, um, I can give you... I can uh, give it to you. Hold on a minute. What? Give me I what? Can, I can make you host. And then you can share your screen. No, this is off my phone. I was... You don't have it on your computer so you can share it with no, us? No. Uh, no, one of the employees... We're going to have to figure that out, man, because now I'm... The suspense is killing me. Yeah, this is... It's good stuff, too, but... Whatever. <laughs> what a teaser, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, sorry, can't see yeah, this, man. You would really week. like this if you could. <laughs> tune in next week. There you go. There's our hook, line, and sinker right there. I love Thanks, it, man. Bill.
that's perfect because it's like 629 here in santa cruz all right so it's time to wrap it up anyway hey thanks for showing up you guys this is a lot of fun man yeah everybody try to invite a friend next week okay yeah yeah chance is going to come up with a with a um agenda an agenda yeah right so we have to come up with friends you come up with friends friends. agenda that's going to be the problem i'm going to come here because you are my friends (laughs) yeah right i'm going to come and push the buttons you know make sure things keep running no kids break in well, you did a good job this week for security. Thanks. We didn't get hacked. Feeling pretty good about it, man. I'm Sergeant at Arms. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in, Tunes, man. <laughs> I know it's late out there. Yeah, yeah. man. Good seeing you, my brother. Good yes, you. Well, I'm glad to be among you guys. I'm glad great to be night. here. Awesome. Yeah. You have a great night. Hit me up tomorrow. Take it easy, everyone. Chris, Chris, send me that quote. My boss, Mr. Charles. I greet you. Send Chris, you send, what? Me that shower, send me that shower quote. Okay. <laughs> your design. Uh, I will. You got my email. You. I yeah. got your email. You got yeah, it, send it. Send it to me like I'm your customer. I want to see it. All right. I will. Thanks. Mark it up like an extra 40% though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, yeah. Freight from California, man. See you guys later. See ya. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.